最近就 YouTube as usual. Great to see you guys there.、Uh, TikTok and Instagram is also going as well. So glad to see you guys. Welcome again to the Bin Checking In podcast. This is the podcast where we ask self-reflective questions. For three purposes: one, to grow an awareness of ourselves; two, to be able to maximize our happiness; and three, to learn to be kind to ourselves. This morning, on episode 13, we are asking the question: What do you love to do with your immediate family? What do you love to do with your immediate family? So, I'm looking forward to sharing a little bit about myself and what's important to me in context of the way I spend time with my family and those that I love, the way that I prioritize, the way that I invest myself. And、um, before we get into that, we're actually going to look at the question itself and consider why this is an important question to ask and how it's going to benefit us as we do those three things: one, grow an awareness about ourselves; second. Maximize our happiness, and thirdly, learn to be kind to ourselves. So that is the agenda in the next half hour here on the Bin Checking In podcast. I want to give you a quick heads up on a resource that I would love to make you familiar with if you haven't already had a chance to、um, check it out. It's my free mini course on happiness.、Um, I Collated three key ingredients, three heavy-hitting ingredients on how I experience and、um, indulge in happiness over the long haul. You can check that out on my website, bennymasters.com/happiness. I would love to share that resource with you. Hear your thoughts and feedback on it.、Um, good evening, good morning, on <laughs> all parts of the world. Glad to have you guys joining in. We're coming in on the、uh, live streams. So. Let's jump into today's question, and that is, what do you love to do with your immediate family? Goodness, I can't wait to get into my answer and hear your guys's as well. But let me just look at this question first、uh, for a moment. A、uh, question I'm coming、uh, seeing on the live stream is, Binyam, will you ever go back to doing lives where you just talk with us? I would love to do that. Yes, I will do that for sure. However,、um, that is under one of my Membership tiers now. So,、um, if you could ask that question, Tavish, in a comment on one of my videos, I would love to be able to post how you guys can do that, how you can actually、um, uh, enjoy those live streams that we once upon a time used to have. We used to have those live streams once upon a time where I was just interacting with you guys. And、uh, Brooke says you make me happy, friend. I'm glad I do. Thank you for letting me know. I enjoy having bass. On my phone, <laughs> interesting.、Um, so、uh, yes, I, I was going to say those live streams are actually accessible on one of my membership tiers, and I put it available as the baseline membership tier、um, on my website. So check that out. I would love to continue doing that, but now I'm just having to apportion my time a little bit more carefully, given all the、uh, growing commitments that I have. So that is going to be under one of my membership tiers. That's the introductory membership tier. I would love to share that with you for sure. Thanks for the question, Tavish. This question, though, what do you love to do with your immediate family members? I love it for a variety of reasons. Why? Number one, because it causes me to reflect, and when I reflect, I am often thinking about what am I thankful for as I remember things that I've enjoyed in the past, things that I've experienced, and I really appreciate opportunities to remember because when I'm remembering, it's almost like it's hand, it goes hand in hand. For me, with that element of 
uh, gratitude. Gratitude is one of the huge things that I've found so helpful in my life to remember not to take things for granted. Secondly, to um, um, savor those very things that I don't want to take for granted by remembering and refreshing myself on why this is important. Brooks asks, what things make you happy? This makes me happy. These kind of conversations, these kind of engagements where I get to think about what does growing look like for me as a person? Watching from the UK, amazing. I'm so glad to have you here. Michael Collins, welcome back, my friend. For vaccine, I see you in the house as well. So, um, it causes me to reflect on things that are really important to me. I love these kind of questions that we consider on this podcast. This makes me super happy because as I reflect and remember on these things, goodness, I start thinking this is so critical and important for me as I want to grow to be a better version. And that's why I'm doing these these um, uh, uh, episodes is to model for you guys how I'm trying to continue to grow as a person and how I want to encourage you to grow alongside me as well. And hence why I invite you to be part of this conversation and hear some of your thoughts and feedback as we go along. So, um, things you love to do with your immediate family makes me think about those happy times, those happy times. And I think this is a really important thing because sometimes, you know, it's nice to have a refresh, a refresh on why we spend time with the people we spend time with because a lot of times it's not easy a lot of times we experience a lot of um (laughs) a lot of uh challenges in the midst of community especially with our family those who know us really well a lot of times they see us with our bed hair and i know with my bed hair it's not so significant because it's so short but they see us when we're grumpy. They see us when we're having a bad day. They see us when we are struggling through things. And sometimes we're not on our best when we're interacting with those who are near and dear to us. But when we are looking at this question, the things we love to do with our major family, this reminds us that it's not always like a grind, right? It just reminds us that there are those moments when we're like, oh, this is so good that we get to enjoy these moments. I see life as full of struggle. There's so many things on the way that, that are a grind for us as we're struggling our way through them. And yet, even as we struggle through those experiences in life, there come these moments that are like, oh, this is so good and amazing. Whether it's like a, seeing a beautiful sunrise or a beautiful sunset and we're like, that is beautiful, right? Or maybe it is watching someone do some unbelievably kind act, like um, helping um, an old lady across the crosswalk when she's really slow and traffic is starting to move, and they run out and, and help her across, make sure she gets across safely. That is like a really happy moment that all of us were like, oh, that was really fantastic to witness and watch. And sometimes it is along the lines of, um, maybe it's some food that we got to eat and it's like, oh man, this is amazing. Yesterday I was talking with my friends. Happy birthday, by the way, Bob. That's amazing. I see you're coming on there. Happy birthday, my friend. Glad to have you with us today. So sometimes it's like tasting something amazing. My favorite food, if you do not know, is watermelon. Love watermelon. Love, love, love watermelon. It's like my absolute all-time favorite. But what an amazing happiness and joy that comes for me when I taste a really delicious watermelon that is crisp that is juicy oh my goodness it just does something internally so when we remember these happy moments it just puts us in that frame of mind where we're like grateful grateful at least it does for me 
it, it, it reminds me how grateful I am for, for, the, for that moment, for that thing that I'm enjoying and savoring. So amazing. So this is what we're doing in the context of remembering those happy moments. But the second part of this is we're remembering those happy moments when we're in community with our family, our major family specifically. And why this is important is because life is not always easy when we're with family. There's a lot of things that they know how to frustrate you with. They know there are buttons that they can push, right? And they, they can make life kind of uh, miserable sometimes. But we are stuck with them. We're living with them. And so, as we do that, Josh, I am still driving Uber, yes. Um, and um, let me share with you more about some of the ways that you guys can keep in touch with me at the end of this podcast, because it looks like I need to do a refresh in that. So, stay till the end of, uh, of this podcast in about uh, 20 minutes, and I'll share with you all the ways that you can still follow the work that I do, that I'm still doing. So, I'd love to share that with you. Um, so yes, as we reflect on the immediate family context, a lot of times it's not always happy, right? They are the ones that we know the most about and can get frustrated the most about. And as we do so, it is one of those elements in which we're like, oh man, this person frustrates me so much and they, they bother me and I do not appreciate their company, but we keep on having to live in the same context with them. And so this question, what do you love to do most with your immediate family, reminds us that it's not always like the grind. Those that we live with and can be frustrated with the most, that we actually love the most, there are those moments that we can reflect on by way of gratitude and happiness. And I love the final part of this question. And that is, it's reminding us that um, uh, as we consider the things that we love to do with our major family, that we do get moments with them. And we don't always have these moments with them. We don't always have this guaranteed time with them. But it's for a season, whether you're living at home with your parents and your siblings, or whether you have your own family and you're living with your kids and your partner, perhaps. Um, all that is something to, to note. Um, so yes, along those lines, this is why I think it's really important to reflect on this question is because it reminds us that time isn't always on our side. Time's not always on our side to, to do whatever we want indefinitely. In fact, time is really short, but especially with those that we love. And when it's short with the ones that we love, hmm, it's really helpful, really helpful to watch very carefully how we are engaging and committing ourselves and savoring those moments. Uh, Redskin says he loves watching sports with his family. If you guys check out Redskins.Nation on uh, TikTok, I'm just going to give him a shout out there. He's got some amazing um, content with reference to how he um, he keeps up with sports uh, on his favorite teams, especially in the area of football. So check him out for sure. Thanks for sharing that, um, Redskins. Good morning to everyone. Good afternoon. Good evening as you're coming in. I see you all coming in. Glad to have you with me. And we're considering the question, what do you do with your immediate family? What do you love to do with your immediate family? I've just talked a little bit for the last 10 minutes about why this question is important. Three things. One, because when we remember the things we love, we are grateful. Second, because our immediate family is not always fun to be with, but it's really important to know that there are good times with our immediate family. And thirdly, we don't always get time with our immediate family. And so save the time while you have it. Save the time before it's gone. So, now that I've covered those elements, let me jump into my own answers. What do I love to do with my immediate family? I've got three responses on this one here. I've got the 
silly or goofy slash fun and then serious. I'm going to finish with the serious. I'm going to start off with the fun parts. I love doing fun things with my family, especially with my kids. Now, the context of my family, my immediate family is as follows. I've been separated from my wife for about four years now, I think, coming up on four years. Uh, we're really good friends still. We really appreciate and respect and honor one another, and we uh, co-parent fantastically. She's one of the people I admire the most in my life. She's one of those amazing human beings, and I will always, um, you're welcome, my Redskins, I will always honor and respect her and value her inputs. We're just not together anymore, so we don't live together anymore, but we still co-parent. So I have my young kids, um, they're 10, 8, and 7, two girls and one boy. I have them uh, about three days a week, usually. Um, in fact, I'm going to be going to pick them up after this podcast this morning um, to hang out with them for a couple of days. And the thing I enjoy most and I love observing when I'm with them is when they are having a tremendously fun time, whether we're on a playground and they're with their friends and they're just like, fully without abandon running around that is such a fun thing for me to watch a lot of times when we go to the playground um i'm one of those parents that likes to go and play with my kids on the playground so even though it says only for so so high an age that they're allowed i'm right in there too so i love joining in and um playing tag we've got this game that we play um that the kids particularly love it's like um Kids are it or adults are it. So seeing as I'm all the only adult, if I'm it, I have to say just one of the kids and then all the kids are it. And all the kids have to come running after me and I make it really hard for them as I deke around and run away from them. And then eventually it starts off with just my kids playing along, but then all the other kids are like, we, we want to play too. And so they join in. And I love watching how my kids love to see everyone start following and running after me. And so they, in some sense, feel really proud that their dad is like the center of attention. In fact, even my platform on here, they love that their dad is famous. <laughs> so we've talked about what that looks like. And we, um, I, my ex and I have agreed we're never going to post my kids uh, on social media just to protect their privacy. But they're super proud of me and they love watching what I do on here. And so that's that warms my heart in a fantastic way. I love sowing happy memories into my kids' um, lives. I love making those fun events when we, whether we're playing tag on the playground or whether we are going exploring or looking for Pokemons or reading together. There's so many elements that I really enjoy when I get to see my kids laughing and having fun and i love creating those kind of contexts where it can be so i love buying them um, um treats along the way and surprising them like yesterday i went and got some gourmet donuts that all the kids that my my kids and their friends got to share and it, it was a messy endeavor but oh, it was such a pleasure to watch so i love having fun and watching my kids ecstatic like just the sound of kids laughing is mm something so satisfying like when it, i live by a playground and when i get to hear the kids sounds of laughter and screams and squeals and all that fun joyful sound oh it just makes me think this is this is right this is good i, I yeah it, it's 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 a fantastic feeling so that's one thing i enjoy doing with my kids is having context in which i help them forget about the responsibility so we can have fun time and play and that is fantastic secondly i love being goofy or silly with my kids so if there's one thing one word my kids would use to describe me it's that dad you're so silly 
<laughs> and so I enjoy I enjoy the humor I bring into their lives with my flavor of being funny, and it's really like a slapstick kind of um, dad joke humor. And so I make the obvious kind of you know silly silly jokes, and they're like dad. <laughs> But that's something that they're going to, like, remember me by. And I'm so thankful that that's how they remember me. They remember me in this setting where it's like, Dad, you're so this or that. And when they're at school and they're writing things about their parents, um, one of the things they say above me is, here, let, 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 let me read you this for you. This is one of my son's crafts that he, he did for me. It says, from Isaiah to Dad, I really love you, Dad. It's really sweet. But on this side is his picture. I'm going to show you the picture, and I'm going to read you what he said on the picture. Sorry, I didn't show you guys on uh, YouTube. So he says, what makes my dad amazing? You are helpful, you are caring, you give great hugs, you're loving, and you are silly. <laughs> so even there is just an example of how my kids uh, really appreciate, I think, that elements that um, they experience helping. And that's really important for me because... I don't want to be always so serious. I think as parents, we can get into this zone where we're always like on our kids about this and that, and we can sort of like squeeze the fun out. But I want to also still be in touch with my kid's self, with my kid's side. And I want to model that that is something that's totally appropriate as we grow into adulthood, that it's really important to do that. And so that really, um, yeah, that is really, really special for me. It sounds like you have a good bond, says Redskins. I really do, yeah. My team, I'm doing really well. Thanks for joining in. So um, that's the second part that I really appreciate and love about my the opportunity I have with my kids is that goofy, silly flavor of humor. Um, I want to be able to keep that with my kids. And that for me is important because, again, it's, um, it's one of those um, perks that we get to enjoy in life, right? Especially when we get to enjoy it together, when we get to give ourselves that way and, and extend ourselves. I want them to remember that life isn't always serious, that there is, in the midst of seriousness, there is those moments of humor that we can appreciate. <laughs> oh, man. Right now, it's more along the lines of dad can humor. And I'm hoping to move into the Oh, that's really funny, Dad. That's really clever. But that takes some, um, that takes some specific skill set that I have to develop. <laughs> uh, so I've talked about how with my kids, who are my immediate family, I enjoy the fun times when I get to see them really happy because that makes me happy. I've talked about how with my kids, I really value the silly component and how I can help them laugh and remember that kind of fun. And then thirdly, I also really, really appreciate the opportunities that come, plenty of opportunities along the way, where we can talk about the serious stuff. For example, yesterday we were at the lake with some friends, um, like at, at a campground of sorts, and the kids had such a blast running all over the place and doing the thing. It was such a great thing to watch. The kids were just, ah, you know, and... But um, I was hanging out with the adults, who are also really close friends of mine, and we're just talking. I saw my oldest daughter with two of her friends, and they were interacting. And the uh, so the, the uh, her two friends were saying something, you know, just really meaning and meaningful and intimate to each other, saying, "Hey, you're like really sweet, and I love your friendship and that kind of thing." And my daughter, as she watched that she felt left out because she wasn't part of that exchange there. And so she 
all of a sudden got up and left. And the other two said, oh, it sounds like she made something's up. Like, let's maybe check. And so they called after and saying, hey, are you okay? And she says, yeah. Just kept on walking, but I knew there's something going on there. I watched that whole thing. And I saw an opportunity there. So this is kind of like, I'm just walking you through how I look for those opportunities. As I saw my daughter walk away, I could almost see and sense her hurt internally that this exchange between her two friends did not include her. And it wasn't intentional on their part. They were just kind of expressing themselves to each other. But she walked off by herself into the woods. So I quietly got up and followed her um, to see if she would be open to talking about it. And it was the kind of thing where I've learned in my interaction with kids, I don't want to force myself in those situations. I want to earn that permission to engage them when they're in those zones. And so um, I followed her tentatively. And as I came closer, she said, oh, hey, Dad. I said, hey, do you want to talk about anything? And she said, yeah. So I felt that was the permission I had to come into her space. And as I walked into her space and sat down with her, uh, I said, how are you feeling? What's going on? And she said, uh, I feel really left out. You know, my friend said this and this, and I feel like um, they're focusing more time on each other and not on me. Now, these are some legitimate emotions that I wanted to affirm and say, hey, I can see how that is a sad and challenging experience. Um, let's talk about it a little bit more. Um, I didn't poo-poo the other girls and saying, oh, they're terrible for doing that. Not at all. No, these, these are her friends. I wanted, I wanted her to honor and respect her friends too, right? But I also wanted to acknowledge her feelings, where she's coming from. Now, I know how is a good way to go forward, but this is my young daughter. She's only 10 years old, and she's still figuring out some of these dynamics. So I wanted to go slowly so that she can grow in this experience and saying, hmm, let me hear her first. And so I drew her out. I heard how she was feeling, how she was experiencing those emotions and how they hurt her. And I wanted to affirm those and say that I could totally see how that can make you feel this way. And I'm really sorry that that's how you're feeling. And then I went to the next stage. And this is like one of those serious moments. And I said, here's what I've experienced from my um, similar experiences. And I just shared with her some of the lessons I learned, saying, you know, sometimes it's a tough thing to give the benefit of the doubt to others. I mean, it seemed like they were intentional when they did something the way they did. And um, the reality is I don't know what's going on in someone else's mind unless I ask them. And so one of the most challenging things is to be able to express your emotions, especially when you feel like you've been hurt, to be able to extend yourself and say, hey, when you said this or when you did this, this is how I felt. I'm not sure if that's how you meant for uh, the communication, the way I, I perceived it, but this is how I felt. And So I just kind of gave her some of my encouragement that way to say, it might be worthwhile to go and talk to them and just let them know how you're feeling. Not to accuse them, but more so to say, hey, I'm feeling this way just because I feel a little bit left out or that kind of thing. And so I also acknowledged how hard this step is that I was encouraging her to take because it's it takes guts to do something like that. But I, I said, you know, this is the best way I know forward in this context. And so I asked her, would you like me to go with you? Or do you think you can do it by yourself? How can I support you in this right now? And so she said, she should think about it. So we walked back together to the campground while she thought about it. And I really value that opportunity to sit down and patiently go through these fields with, with my young one. 
And that was really meaningful for me to be part of that process. I really valued that. That was a serious teaching moment that I couldn't just say, hey, kids, we're going to talk about this. No, I I find the best times to be able to go through these serious moments is when they're going through something in the middle of something that they're finding challenging and saying, how can we help you learn your way through this experience? And I found that such a gift. It wasn't always this way. I had to learn as a, as, as a grown-up how to be able to extend myself in meaningful ways to my kids. And uh, once upon a time, I was a lot more luxury, you know, I'm serious about it, but I'm learning over the... Over, over the years, how to best connect with my kids and how best to serve them in the midst of the various seasons that they're in. And so that was really important. I value doing this with my immediate family because I love seeing them grow. I want to see them grow to be amazing individuals in their lives who have the skill sets to be able to navigate the challenges that life throws at us because we all go through them, right? And so that's really important. Reese, I, I still do, yes. Let me um, finish off here in just the last few minutes about how you can keep in touch with me still, okay, um, and follow my work on Uber. So that's one of the things I really enjoy is those moments that I guess to experience with my kids, looking for those opportunities, not to come down hard and say, hey, you shouldn't have done that, but more so, hmm, what are some other options that we can consider um, other than one that you chose, for example? That's really important for me. I want to see them grow that way. So those are some of the things that I really enjoy, those three elements of being uh, goofy and fun, uh, having good times and good memories, and then also like growing through the serious times. I want to develop that kind of accessibility so that as they're growing up, they they are able to keep in touch and feel open and free to ask me questions. That is so important for me, and so I value that tremendously. Guys, we're in the last five minutes of our program here this episode. Um, I would love to hear your thoughts on this. Uh, by all means, feel free to leave me comments in the YouTube uh, recording or the Instagram recording. And I would love to hear some of your your um, things that you enjoy most of what you do with your uh, close immediate family, what you love to do with them. In the final little bit here, I just want to give you some heads up on how you can... Um, keep following the work that I do. I have so many things on the go right now. <laughs> so many things. I've got four podcasts. This is one of four podcasts I'm doing, if you can believe it. The one podcast I still have yet to like, uh, get going. Again, that's the Bincast, uh, where small talk comes to die, and I interview strangers along the way and show how I do that, and I love doing that. Um, there, this is uh, another podcast I'm doing, the Bin Checking In podcast, where I uh, seek to grow in my awareness of myself, uh, maximize my happiness, and learn to be kind to myself. That's a really important one that I'm doing. Friendology is a podcast I'm doing with a few guy friends, and we just talk about fantastic topics and conversation every two weeks. So check that out, Friendology. And of course, there's a mum series. I've started doing mum series as a podcast as well. So I'm taking the audio recordings from my vehicle. Thank you, Luca. You say you're amazing. I appreciate that, my friend. So I have the mum series. I'm also um, doing the audio for my Uber rides and PostNet as a podcast in itself. That's called the mum series. I have to keep up with PostNet because that takes time. Um, you can still follow my work on my YouTube channel. I've got, um, I've got, today is the 9th, today is the 20th. So, I've got um, videos coming out every day for the next year. Uh, that's my commitment <laughs> that I'm going to endeavor to keep on my YouTube channel. Benny Masters is a handle. Um, 
So go ahead and check the full episodes of those mom series, memorable Uber moments um, video series. That's on my YouTube channel. Um, additionally, uh, you can still find my content on Instagram and TikTok. Yes, I'm still posting on there. I'm trying to keep consistent there. That's a lot of work, but I'm still posting on there to be certain. And is there anything else that I have going on? Yes, there is my website. Guys, some of you have been asking, can we still have you interact with us directly on these live streams? Yes, a hell yes, but I'm one-upping it. Now I am uh, from Arizona. Good morning, Trunks. I see you there. Um, what I'm doing now is I am also going to move the live stream where I interact with you one-on-one onto Zoom, but this is now part of my membership tier on my website. So if you go to my membership site, uh, sorry, my website, there's a membership uh, uh, portion there. And I want to encourage you guys to consider this membership um, um, on my website. Why? Because you get access to me one-on-one there where I'm able to like talk to you and interact with you. So my live streams I used to do on my TikTok and Instagram are now on my membership portion of my website, BeniamAshes.com. Go ahead and check that out. And um, you will get direct access to me on a regular basis where I get to talk to you one-on-one and develop a far better connection with you, especially through Zoom where we can look at each other and interact that way. So go check that out, BennyMasters.com. I would so love, guys, listen carefully. I would love to continue to grow in my friendship with you guys. That's deepening. Now, my question is, how many of you guys are going to be part of that first 1.5K on my membership website that's like the first initiating club the founders club if you will and if you're able to sign up on that one there i haven't seen you in over a year good to see you again finbar you can see me a lot more often if you go to my website on my membership i want to really push this and say i'm wondering who is going to be part of that 1.5k the first 1.5k who are signing up for my membership have this distinct first to the scene status and so I'm looking forward to growing with those individuals they're the ones that are going to get a lot more of my attention as we go forward um, so check that out on my website BeniamAshes.com I would love to be able to partner with you this is a new venture that I'm um, going down to inspire you guys to grow an awareness of yourself to grow kind to yourself and to maximize your happiness that's what I'm doing for myself and I want to have you guys with me on that same track so check that out BeniamAshes.com sign up be a part of that community i would love to grow with you that's it for today's podcast my friends i am so delighted to spend time with you this brings me tremendous happiness i really appreciate you guys i want you to know that i really appreciate you as you're tuning into these episodes this is something that's important for me and i want to bring you guys in as well too uh, it is less than a dollar a month for Redskins. You're asking how much is it? So check, check it out. It's uh, $29.95, I believe, per month. So this is like less than a dollar a day. Less than a dollar a day, you get to be inspired. Less than a dollar a day, you get to be around a fantastic energy growing along the way. And so if the kids are doing great from bar things for asking, um, be a part of that um, community. I would love to have you join in in a more integral way. I would love to be able to share so much with you guys. So check it out. Love you guys. I'll talk to you soon. Uh, this has been Checking In Podcast.